It's now time for Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. A pleasant good evening to you, everyone, and a welcome in to night number one of the Altamont Indians boys basketball season. We're here in Morton, Illinois, and it's called the Potter Dome because the Altamont Indians versus the Morton Potters. Travis Sparks playing solo here this evening, and I'll be calling the action tonight here from Morton High School here on The Voice about the Miami Indians basketball. 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. And uh, tonight's contest is game number one for the boys as uh, they are coming in with some pretty high hopes, pretty high expectations for themselves after last season, ending it disappointingly in just that regional championship berth, losing to uh, South Central on uh, that night. We'll get to the Morton back, more background information on uh, them and why we're here about two and a half hours, two forty hours, two hours and forty minutes away from home because there is a connection between uh, Coach Nieberge and Coach Franks. And uh, first, though, Altamont uh, last season finished it actually pretty strong on twenty plus win this season, but it came up just a little bit short there on that night against South Central in Dietrich, and they are really looking to redeem themselves this season and they really took that loss to heart and they really want to get talk to Mason Robinson before the season when he signed his letter of intent to play baseball at Kaskaskia and one of the team's goals this year was to get as far as Altamont has ever gone and that's the sectional championship of birth and that's what this team is shooting for lofty expectations that's what the senior group and this Altamont Indians ball club think that they can achieve this season and there's really a lot to be excited about as uh, some uh, seniors, of course, have graduated. Uh, Noah Klimple, Tyler Robbins, Mason Wynn, Will Schultz, Bryce Suko all graduated last season, but they are returning three starters from a year ago are the Indians. They're returning Mason Robinson, probably the leading scorer. And there's a big shot to be took last year. It was Mason taking them and uh, look for him to uh, lead one of the, be one of the senior leaders for the ball club as well. Down low in the post, you got uh, Eric Coleman back as well, also a, a senior, really uh, kind of sh- came on the scene as a sophomore and really blossomed and developed into a nice post player. And uh, they'll look for him, uh, anchor that uh, down low for uh, Mr. Eric Coleman. And Jared Hamer, probably not going to lead the team in scoring every night, but he's not going to do anything to hurt you, as we see all the time at Altamont. Always the last one out and uh, out in taking shots after games and uh, always working on his craft and whatnot. So a uh, really solid player coming into his, his senior season. And the two players that came off the bench last year, they're going to have to do a lot more and are actually inserted in the starting lineup tonight. And that's Avery Yarhouse and Logan Cornett. As Avery came off the bench and he's a sharpshooter, he can shoot the three. And uh, Logan Cornett came in off the bench and gave the team some good minutes and it's going to get a lot of people aggravated, I'm sure, Adam, on the opposing teams because if there was a charge to be taken, just like Altamont likes to do, it's usually Logan who is taking those charges. And the JV games also is Caden Miller uh, there is at the varsity level uh, this year too. And the reason why that Altamont has so much excitement around the team is that the JV squad and the JV players that are coming up to the varsity level uh, this year you hopefully will translate to varsity success. But if you came to JV games early on, it was over by halftime, and those guys are stepping up into the rotation this year. Guys like Wyatt Phillips, Aiden McManaway, Kynan Earhart, Dylan Elam, Caden Miller, Eli Miller all shined on the JV level. And 
Coach Niebuhr, you bragged about uh, the uh, summer that both uh, Cornette and Avery had and making that transition to being a bench players to full-time starters and being key contributors this year as seniors and really brag about uh, McManoway, uh, Dylan Elam, and Eli Miller making some uh, great strides and great jumps and uh, perfectly ready. Coach Niebuhr says this is the deepest team that he's had from 1 to 10 and that there's no real sharp drop-off. So that's what has this Altamont Indian team uh, really excited. And the town's a buzz. Everyone that I talked to uh, here, there is a pretty good contingent here of Altamont fans making a long trek up here. It's basically to Peoria. They say it's a stone throw away about 10 minutes or so, and you're there in uh, Peoria there. And, you know, we could have said that we started the season in the season in Peoria, but uh, no longer the state championship is still a champagne uh, there. So that would have been a good mantra to have, but, to get some more information on Morton, they are a 3A school, so their enrollment pretty much towers over Altamont as they have an approximate enrollment of 961 students. You can compare that to approximate enrollment for Altamont being only 222 students. Uh, last year was another great year for the Potters as they were 21-12. and 12, They were a two-seed, but they also had a disappointing finish in the regional championship. They lost there in that one to Champaign Centennial. They play in the Mid-Illini Conference. They play in the same conference as Metamora. Metamora was a 30-win team last year, and they finished second in the state out of 3A level. So it's going to be quite a good step up in competition for the Altamont Indians tonight. You know, back-to-back seasons, Altamont has started off the season against Pena, and that's because Coach Neary has elected to uh, having this style of have a game and then take a week off, make adjustments, and uh, go from there rather than having three or four games right in a row with little practice time. And uh, around our area, there's not a lot of teams that don't have or aren't in Thanksgiving tournaments. So uh, that's why we're up here in Morton. Another reason why? Well, that's because uh, Coach Niebuhr and uh, Coach Matt Franks uh, coach together at uh, Shelbyville. And uh, so uh, they have ties with each other there and uh, talked to Coach before uh, the season started and uh, said that, you know, Coach Franks and him got together and, that they both needed a game, and Coach Frank said he wanted a game before Thanksgiving, and so they said, let's do it. And so we're doing it. We're here, and and we're far away from home, but we wouldn't be any other way on a, a Tuesday night here, and that's exactly what Altamont will do. They'll uh, compete tonight, and then they'll take a week off and uh, reevaluate things and reassess things, and then it'll be uh, uh, next game at home on Tuesday. It's homecoming against the uh, Cumberland Pirates there, so I know that there'll be a packed house home opener as well as homecoming as well, and hopefully the boys can come home tonight with a win. And the Morton nickname is pretty unique. You know, we have the wooden shoes, and uh, we also have in the Cesar Valier tournament, we see the Cobden Apple Knockers. Well, this is the Morton Potters, and it's exactly what you think it is. It is basically just a big cooking pot as the uh, mascot, and a straight off the school website, it's uh, the Potters, the school's nickname. It symbolizes the fact that Morton housed the largest kindling pottery industry west of New York until the 1960s. That's where their nickname is derived from. And when I was looking up information uh, for this game, I thought that, that was a very unique nickname and a very unique setting uh, that we have here at the uh, Potter Dome is what they are dubbing this in uh, Morton, Illinois. It's not the only game going on uh, tonight. All across the area, games going on, and uh, the uh, St. Anthony uh, tournament continuing there. Uh, it was Matt Toon and Rantoul playing early. FEM and Breeze Central, FEM's first game of the season, and uh, Topless 
They picked up a win last night, and they're back in action tonight against Highland and Nightcap there. Over on our sister station, WCRA, that's where we have the uh, Cumberland Pirates. They're in action for the first time uh, this evening, as uh, they're already underway over there. And uh, they were against Marshall this evening. We had uh, Newton and North Club. That's a heck of a game. Uh, Newton was a great squad last year. Not uh, some seniors, but, uh, you know, Coach Behrman always does a good job with the Eagles. We'll see them later on in the season in about a couple weeks or so. Men, uh, they were playing NTC foe North Clay. North Clay, everyone brags about their athleticism there, so that should be a dandy of a game there. So both teams are done warming up here at Morton High School, and we're about ready and getting set for the uh, national anthem here tonight at Morton High School. And so we are glad that you are here listening to high school basketball again. Great to be back in a gymnasium again for the season. So makes this excitement. For the Altamont Indians, and we're just seconds away, minutes away from getting that started and getting that underway. So uh, we will step away and we'll take a break for the uh, national anthem. As the national anthem after before every game is brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency. So we will step away uh, for that right now. We'll be back in a few moments after the national anthem, and we'll give you the starting lineups of this game between Altamont and Morton. And you're listening to Altamont Indians basketball. Here on Jack FM, back in a few moments. can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Morton High School. Welcome back to the Potter Dome here at Morton High School. Let's get you the starting lineup here for this ball game. And we'll start off with the Altamont Indians. 
as uh, they're going to be running out there. Number two, uh, Jared Hammer. He's a, a senior. And uh, the other guard, we got number 22, Avery Yarhouse. And at a number 23, we got Mason Robinson. And we have number 32, Logan Cornett. As the lights go down here in Morton High School, but I was prepared. We got a flashlight here. And uh, number 50, Eric Coleman. And the man in the middle is the postman tonight. He's going to have a very tall person to defend here this evening. And uh, let's look at, look at that Morton starting lineup. Starting at guard, number two, Brooks Newoff. He's a 5'10 senior. Number 11, uh, uh, Gus Rugard. He's a 6'1 junior. We also have number 25, Evan Barlow, a 6'3 sophomore. We also have at four, number 32, Wes Guideman. He's a 6'5 sophomore. And a number 50, Kate Rowley. He's the man in the middle. He's the big boy in the paint as he stands at 6'6. And he's a, a senior. And uh, Tate Rowley is also a, a great baseball player as well. As it's all uh, that. He'll be playing baseball for Bradley for his collegiate career. And so, you know, he's a good pitcher when he's going to a school like that. And a bunch of uh, other uh, players like Ethan uh, Ethan Hurst is playing for uh, Lakeland or Lincolnland for a baseball. And he plays third base there on the baseball diamond. But none of the starting lineup here tonight, but I'm sure we'll uh, see him at some point coming off the bench, a fabulous athlete there and uh, standing at 6'4 as well. And so uh, we are about to get ready and get underway here at the Potter Dome. And uh, thanks for listening however you are doing so, whether it's on Terrestrial Radio or if you catch us on the podcast as well. We turn all these into podcasts as well. All right, it is a big number Tate Tate Rowley. They're going to be tipping it off at a center circle with Mason Robinson. He's going to be the one jumping it off. And the 2022-2023 season is underway. And Morton has the basketball, and they'll control it first. They'll be on left to right on your radio dial as Newoff has the basketball on the right side. He's got it on the right wing. Now it goes back up top as Altamont coming out in a man-to-man defense here as it'll be Newoff in the corner. Long two-pointers off, no good. But offensive rebound goes to Guideman. And his putback is no good. And it's going to be rebounded by Avery Yarhouse. Up to Eric Coleman. Coleman has everyone around him. Up and in. First two points goes to Eric Coleman. And Altamont's on the board first. It's two to nothing. Nice find by Avery Yarhouse to find Coleman streaking down the court. And had three or four defenders on him. But he still stuck it up and in for the first two points of the year. Morton going left to right on your radio dial. As that's Rolly out here on the right wing. He's looking to drive, dishes it off, and they'll swing it. And Eidman with a pump fake, and now back over in the corner to Rolly. Rolly's going to drive baseline again, but it's stopped by Coleman. And they get it over in the corner to Guideman again. He's looking to drive baseline this time. Now he dishes it back out to Newoff. Newoff, he's going to drive baseline now, and they're going to find a man in the corner open, but swing pass on the perimeter to Rolly, and there's going to be a foul here on the perimeter, and it's going to go on Altamont. And so it'll just be a common foul inbounding over there on the sideline. Didn't notice that was great defense there on that first possession there for Altamont. And uh, the bench certainly was up and excited about that. And called a foul, but they didn't put it up on the scoreboard yet. This is the first team foul on the Indians. And it's going to be a travel by Gus Rugard. 
there. So that's going to be the first turnover of the season, first turnover of the game for Morton. And Altamont will have the basketball now. They'll go right to left on your radio dial. That's Cornette. They'll swing it over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse looking to drive on the right side. He's looking to take all the way. Turn around, little hook shot. Bounces all sorts on the rim. But he falls down, and it's 4 to nothing. Altamont on the short little hook by Avery Yarhouse. Four to nothing with coming up on six minutes to go here in the early going. It's Rolly here on the left side. Picked up his dribble. Coleman comes out the garden. Now they get it over to a Guideman. I mean, looking to roll. He passes off in the corner. Shot for three is off. And it's rebounded by Cornette there. Cornette. Just off to Avery Yarhouse. He's lost it on the layup. And there's going to be a, a foul the other way. And that's definitely going to go on Logan Cornette. Uh, prevented an easy layup there. And uh, so it uh, looks like that first foul went on Mason Robinson. And uh, the uh, second one went on Logan Cornette. So Osmond has two early fouls here, and there they going. They get it inbounds. They get it in to uh, Guideman. Guideman gives it off to uh, Newoff. Newoff has it in between the circles over to Rugard. Rugard now over there to Barlow. Barlow on the right side looking to drive, and he picked it up, and it's going to be stolen away right in the hands of Logan Cornette. Hammer up to Yarhouse left side. Cross-court pass to Cornette. Shot for a three is way off. It's an air ball, and it's going to be rebounded by Rugard. First miss. There goes to Logan Cornette. And it's still 4 nothing Indians, though. Rolly gives it off to uh, Guideman, who's rolling the rim, and it's poked away, stolen away. Cornette knocked it out, and it's Robinson the other way. Count the basket and the foul. And the one for Mason Robinson. I think Altima has certainly uh, caught Morton on their heels so far. Not ready for this defensive intensity, and then not ready for the energy that Altima has brung to start the game. And so there will be a substitution there for Morton. And that foul went on Tate Rowley, his first, team first as well. Mason Robinson at the free throw line for the N1. Free throw is good. So two points and a free throw. He's got three. And it's six to nothing. Altamont here. Under five minutes to go in the first quarter. Rugard gets across half court. Over there to Guideman now back over to Rugard in between the circles. Picked up by Robinson. Rugard bouncing it here near half court. They switch over to uh, Cornette now. Now it is uh, Hurst there with the basketball. Checked in on the last timeout. Guideman passes back to Hurst in the corner. Now they swing it over to a new off here at the volleyball line. Gets a screen from Guideman, but gives it to him finally. And he has it here on the left elbow. Now over to Hurst. Hurst passing it off to a new off, and he traveled with it. That's Morton's fourth turnover of the first quarter so far. And we got some substitutions coming into the game for Altamont as the uh, Eric Coleman sits down. Logan Cornette sat down as well. And the bench gave, and the fans gave him a nice round of applause there. Looks like we got Wyatt Phillips who checked into the game. Kynan Earhart and Dylan, Dylan Elam as well. And a strong move to the rim. He's Mason Robinson get his second basket to go. And he's got five points now. 
And it's nine to nothing, Altamont. The other way, a Roly with the head fake, looking to drive. He lost it, and a turnover. It's Yarhouse the other way. Goes up with a layup, can't get it to go, no foul. Robinson fighting for the loose ball, and they're going to say it was last touched by Guidman, so he'll stay right here with Altamont. Fifth turnover so far by Morton here in this first quarter. Again, they just look shell-shocked here. That's good news for Altamont. Mason Robinson will take his seat, and Jared Hammer will come in for him. And we got Hammer inbounding to Elam. A little miscommunication there, but they do get it over to Yarrow's long three-pointer. No good. And rebounded by Guideman there. And it'll be new off. Coming up with the basketball. They'll get it off to Rolly on the left side. He's looking to drive, and he dishes it off there to Guideman. Guideman spins around, gets free, lays it up, and it's a charge. Offensive foul on Guideman. And this time it's Jared Hammer who's taking the charge. Vintage Altamont right there, and Jared Hammer, the one taking that offensive foul there. And so that's the first team foul on Wes Guideman. And Eric Coleman also checked back into the game. Looks like Avery Yarhouse will take a seat. Coming up on three minutes to go. Indians still with a 9 nothing advantage. Backdoor cut. Miller over to Wyatt Phillips in the corner with a nice head fake. Almost lost the dribble. Back to Elam for three. Can't get it to go, but he gets his own rebound, though. On the long carom. Phillips trying to back his man down. Nice. Up fake to get his defender in the air. Can't finish the short little jumper, though. Rebounded by Rowley. Nice look there for Wyatt Phillips, but can't get it to go down. Rugard over there to Hurst. And now they'll swing it over to Barlow. Shot for a three. It's no good. And rebound goes to Robinson. Up to Phillips. That's good on the layup in transition. Wyatt Phillips, two points. And it's 11 to nothing. And Coach Franks wants a timeout. And Altamont absolutely loves it. And you have to love this start by the Altamont Indians. It's a 30-second timeout, so I'm going to take 30 seconds as well. It's 11-0 Altamont. You're listening to Altamont Indian Basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back here to the Potterdam Morton High School. And uh, the Potters don't know what to think as Altamont has come out of the gate strong. 11-0 lead here with 2.15 to go in the first. Barlow cross-court pass there. Now over to uh, Newoff. Newoff has it. Crosses over Phillips and Newoff lost it, but there's going to be a foul on the way to the rim, so it's a common foul there. Altamont reaching in. The third team foul on it's going to go on Wyatt Phillips, his first. Team third. And then the two and new off from the baseline. 
Newhoff trying to get some space there, guarded by Phillips. Crossover move by Newhoff. He's looking to drive, and it dishes it off. That is Rugard, and I think they're going to call a uh, violation on Altamont of some sort. Actually, it was an offensive. Oh, no. I thought I saw some of the players walking the other way, but no, it was just a, a foul on. I think that went on to Dylan Elam, his first. Team fourth. Warren still with the basketball, the minute 45 to go. They haven't scored yet. And that's Guideman trying to back down. Mismatch there, a short little hook. Can't get that one to go, but it's going to be rebounded by Hurst. His shot is good, finally. So, Morton says, thank you very much. As they're finally off the goose egg there. And it's also going to be a a foul as well. And Eric Coleman's going to get hit with that foul. He's the first. And that's the team's fifth on the Indians. Jared Hammer takes the seat. And AVR comes back in. First at the free throw line. It's, and one free throw is good. Makes it 11 to a 3. Altamont with the lead. Full court pressure. It's broken by Mason Robinson. Tries to fire a pass. Baseball throw down to Eric Coleman, but it was kicked out of bounds. And he'll stay right here with Altamont. Trying to use his baseball skills uh, on the hardwood. Already going to Cascadia for a baseball next season. Try to baseball. Fire it in there. But... Luckily, it stayed right here with Altamont. Elam over to Yarrell. is open for three. Can't get it to go. Rebounded by Hurst. Rolly the other way. Drives baseline. Layup. Count it. Count the basket and the foul for Tate Rolly. And that's going to be another and-one free throw possibility. And that's going to go on Eric Coleman, his second. Fouls have been spread around, but until Eric Coleman got hit with his second there. Wyatt Phillips sits down, kind of Earhart comes back in. I think Logan Cornette came in as well. And Coleman's actually going to have to take a seat with those two fouls. And Aroli's foul shot is up and in, so his and one free throw is good. Makes it 11-6. to Full court pressure being applied, and they're going to call it over and back. Foul. Hurst trying to reach over and get the ball back as now with these makes that Morton has, they're setting up some full court pressure. And uh, that's going to be the foul actually went on Tate Rowley. So both big men are in foul trouble with two early fouls here. And that's a third team foul on Morton. And it's going to be a minute to go. And uh, Coach Nibri, I believe, called out to hold the basketball, almost thrown away. Elam, cross car pass to Yarhouse. Yarhouse with a little head fake now. Picked up his dribble over in the corner here to Elam. Elam with the basketball now over to Earhart. Elam gets it back after nearly stolen away. Robinson for three. It's good. Three-pointer for Mason Robinson. He's got eight, and it's 14-6, to six, Altamont. We got 30 seconds to go. And it'll be Newoff getting across the timeline. Almost lost it. Picked up by Cornett. Oh, Hurst wasn't ready for that one, but he corralled it somehow. Bartlow looking to drive, and they're going to call a foul. Not a lot there, but 
Asimov's going to get hit with another foul here, and that one's going to go on Avery Yarhouse. This first. Team seven, so already in the bonus is Altima, or Morton here, one and one free throws for the rest of the way of the first half. You got 18.8 seconds left in the first quarter. Fouls have really been spread around, though. It's really only been the only questionable one, really. And uh, the first free throw by Barlow is good, so let's shoot another one. It makes the score 14 to 7. Hammer coming back in, and looks like Yarhouse will take a seat. Like I said, fouls have been spread around by Altamont, but Coleman is the only one in foul trouble right now. He has two of those seven fouls. Barlow's two for two with the line, and it's 14 to eight. Robinson has it, breaks the pressure over to Earhart. No, that's Elam. Elam lays off the glass and in. Dylan Elam. And it makes it 16 to 7. Altamont in the lead. Nice spin by Bona or New Off. And it's going to be a foul on the way up. And uh, so uh, looks like it's going to be another foul on Altamont. And this time, I think it's going to be in the act of shooting. So it's going to be two free throws here. And now it's Mason Robinson picking that one up. He's got two early ones. And a free throw is good uh, by Newoff. Makes it 16 to 8. And Robinson off to take a seat with those two fouls. And I think Yarhouse came back in. Short little break for him. Newoff's free throw is also good. Two for two with 16 to 9. Hammer has it in. He's just going to hold it. He's not going to attempt a shot. So that's going to do it for the first quarter. So after one quarter of play, it's Altima in the lead here. They have it 16 to 7, or 16 to 9, excuse me. And we'll be back here in one minute for the second quarter. You're listening to Altima Indians basketball here on Jack FM. At Kramer Pharmacy, we know that remembering your medications, vaccinations, and figuring out what Medicare plan will work best for you can be a struggle. Kramer Pharmacy and Teutopolis and Altamont are always here to help. We can package your medication for each day, give you your flu shot and boosters, and can help you decide which Medicare plan will benefit you the most. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians! At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country 020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the Potter Dome in Morton, Illinois. And immediately, second quarter starts with a foul on Morton. And the fourth team foul, I think that one's going to go on Newoff, his first. Team fourth. And uh, Altamont already has eight fouls already on them. Coordinate and uh, that's Yarhouse over to Earhart. Earhart had it stolen away, and that's the first turnover by Altamont. New off the other way, outruns everybody, but missed the layup. Barlow with the finish, he got it to go. 
So Barlow got it to go, and that's his fourth point. It's 16 to 12. Thrown away by Altamont as the pressure gets to him again. And the new off, or no, that's actually Rugard who kept his dribble going. Now they get it over to a new off. New off has it in the corner. Now over to Guideman. Guideman had it. Almost got away with the travel there. And it's going to be a hop step. New off. No good. And he's going to track down his own miss, though. And so another extra possession for the Potters. Barlow wild shot can't get it to go. And his follow is no good by Rugard. And it's finally rebounded by Altamont. Elam with the basketball. And Elam picked up his dribble now. Somebody's got to help him out. And he gets it off to Cornette. Cornette in the corner of the yard. Out for three. No good. And it's rebounded there by Gus Rugard. And another missed three for Altamont. And it's going to be a Rugard. A long three-pointer for him. Flaxes it home. And it cuts it to one. So that makes it 16 to 15 in favor of Altamont. And it's stolen away from behind by Morton. And the loose ball. Elam fighting for it. No jump ball is called. And Hurst comes away with it. His layup is no good. Tipped out. And who touched it last? Stays off Altamont. So it's going to be Morton basketball. So all of a sudden, this lead has evaporated for Altamont. And yeah, some uh, substitutions. We got Wyatt Phillips. He checked back in, and Mason Robinson's in, and Caden Miller is in tonight as well for the first time. So we got New Off. Has it in between the circles. Get it over to uh, Barlow. And it's over in the corner. They're going to call a call that a charge, or an offensive foul. Yes, offensive foul on Morton. And so... Uh, Coach Niebuhr, you want the timeout there. So, uh, all of a sudden, this lead has evaporated. Altamont clinging to one-point lead. Now it's 547-0 in the second period. And uh, they're going to say, actually, that was a defensive foul. So, actually, that's going to go on Miller. And I'll try to get it straightened out. And uh, I will be back here after 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. Cook what you want, when you want it, with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive, in Effingham. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the Potter Dome in Morton, Illinois. As all of a sudden, Morton's went on a little bit of a run here. About an 8-0 run here to get back in it. They only trail by one, but Altamont does have the ball. Phillips tries to dump it, download a Miller. He's triple team and gets it back out the yard house. Now over to a Robinson on the left side, and now over to Aiden McManaway who checked in on the timeout. Phillips over to McManaway. McManaway with a dish off. Supposed to go to Cade Miller, but instead he goes in the corner to Phillips. Cross-court pass to Yarhouse for three. Can't get it to 
ball off back iron, but somehow long rebound goes back out to Yarhouse. So another possession, and Wyatt Phillips gets a three to fall. Three ball for Wyatt Phillips. He's got five, and it's 19 to 15, so maybe that will get out some confidence back. And it's going to be almost thrown away as they were trying to dump it to Guideman, but it was tipped out by Miller. So that was a foul on Evan Barlow the last time out. So they changed it on the board as they originally gave it to Altamont on the team total. So they still have eight, but now Morton has five, and it went on Barlow the last time out. Newoff has the basketball here on the left side. They dump it down low. And they try to get it to a Barlow, and before that can happen, there's a foul. And uh, they're going to get Yarhouse, I believe, there on trying to deny the entry pass. And it will. And so uh, we're still in the bonus. Now we're in the double bonus. As that foul will go on Avery Yarhouse this second. So foul trouble for Altima as Avery's in foul trouble. Mason and Eric Coleman all in foul trouble with two fouls. And uh, so there was a free throw shot by Barlow and a little bit of confusion on the play. As Coach Niebuhr, he wanted to get a substitution in. He wanted to get Hammer in for Yarhouse. And don't know if that free throw countered or not. I guess it didn't count. And it was only one and one. So first game of the season for the officials, I guess. As well, either way, all that matters is Altamont has the ball. And they immediately get it stolen away on the pressure. And it's up and in by Newoff. And it's going to be a 19-17 to score with 4.32 to go. As Newoff just took it away on the inbound pass there. And that's going to go on Barlow again, his second. Team six. So apparently Altamont only has nine total team fouls. That should have been the double bonus, but they get it in. And Hammer with the basketball. They break the pressure. Elam stops, gives it over, and nearly gets it stolen away. Robinson lost it, and it's stolen away by Morton. So the turnover is mounting for Altamont. Way up the other way, Gus Rugard is good. And it's 19-19 all. And it's going to be, oh, man, what a late call. There, that's an offensive foul on Altamont. You don't mind that as Altamont does that quite a bit too, but that whistle's got to be right there, but a little bit late. Uh, it's an offensive foul, and that's going to go on Mason Robinson. It's third. So he's going to have to take his seat for the rest of the first half as he's got three total fouls. And it's 4-10 to go in the second quarter. Nice defense by McManaway to try to deny the pass, and he knocked it out. He'll stay right here with Morton. Saunders checked into the game for Morton on the last timeout. Rugar gets it across half court. First, now over to a Saunders. Saunders nearly gets it stolen away. Nice tip out by Logan Cornette. Got it knocked away, and it'll stay right here with Morton, though. Cornette will take a seat now, and Yarhouse will come back in. As they get it in, Rugard has it here on the backcourt. They pass it over to Saunders. Saunders passes out of uh, almost a double team there. The layup is good for Newoff. Driving into the hole. Gets it to ball. That makes it 21-19. Morton takes their first lead of the game. 
They trailed 11 nothing to start the game. Now they have the two-point lead. Yarhouse for three again. They can't get it to fall. No good. But McManaway comes with a rebound. His little hook out shot can't get it to go. And it's going to be Morton coming away with a rebound. Couple opportunities missed there. And it's going to be a foul the other way. And it's going to be Wyatt Phillips picking up his second foul. So he joins the players in foul trouble. McManaway takes his seat, and Earhart comes back in. As it'll be Gus Rugard to the free throw line. 21 to 19 year score. Morton has come storming back here in the second quarter. As they were down by six to start, and they were down by 11 to start the game. And now they find themselves in the lead here. And we got Rugard at the line. Altima already in the double bonus, so we're already shooting two free throws. Free throw is good. He's got six tonight. Does Gus Rugard. And uh, McManaway and now will officially uh, take his seat. And officially in that sub in. 22-19 and 19 and now. Second free throw on the way for Gu- uh, Rugard is good. Also, he's got seven. 23-19, I should say. They break the Morton pressure as Altima has in the front court, and they're going to say it was a foul as they were trying to reach in there. Looks like it's going to go on Guideman. Is the second foul, and and that's going to be the team at seven as well. So uh, Phillips is going to go to the free throw line for the one and one. And Goodman's going to have to take a a seat there. And Phillips at the free throw line, even though there is actually no line here. It's a solid red outline of the paint there. Free throw is good by Wyatt Phillips. He's got six now. Second free throw. On to the way is up, and it's good. Two for two there for Wyatt. And he cuts the deficit to two. It's 23-11, to 11, or 23-21. As Rugar gets it across half court. Over to Newoff. Newoff has it here on the left side. He dribbles, and he drives, and dishes it off. And the other way, it's going to be an offensive foul. Offensive foul on Calvin Becker, who checked into the game, a 6'6 sophomore. And that's going to be... The uh, eighth team foul on the Potters, and it's going to be a turnover back to Altamont. And uh, miscommunication there with Elam as passes it way over the head of Yarhouse. So that's going to be a turnover there for Altamont. He did a good job there in the first quarter of not turning it over at all, but then in the second quarter, when Morton's been able to make shots, they've been able to get some pressure and just Simply just knock it away and take it away from Altamont. Newoff passes over there to uh, Trip Rugard. Three-pointer is no good for him, but Hurst with the rebound. Newoff going to try his luck for a three. It's no good, but another rebound goes to a Booker. And so three chances at it here for uh, Morton. 
And it's going to be Hurst with the basketball. Now over to a Newoff. Newoff gets it over to a Booker. Booker with a short little lefty hook. No, but he can't get it to go. And his rebound by Hurst is no good. And there's going to be a, a foul. And so, uh, man, really getting uh, outworked here on the boards here. And about six offensive rebounds there on that possession alone. And Coach Newberry is not happy about that at all. And so, uh, after all those chances, Ethan Hurst is going to go to the free throw line for a couple here. Free throw is short, so it still remains a 23-21 to game. As Elam will take a seat, and it was Cornet who came back in. Hammer, Yarhouse, Earhart, Cornet, and Phillips. Second free throw is good, so one and one for Ethan Hurst, his fourth point. 24 to 21. As Yarhouse. Back to Hammer. Hammer double dribbled with it. And it's not giving a turnover by Altamont. All of a sudden, the turnovers and the defensive rebounding has really hurt Altamont in this quarter. And that's why they're losing right now. And so it'll just be Morton inbounding there on the sidelines with a minute 50 to go. Potters have the three-point advantage as Newoff has the air on the left side. Now they go over to a tripper guard, and now they'll get it over to Hurst. Hurst, top of the circle. Looking to dribble to his right, but it was denied, and now they get it over there to Guthrugard, and now over to Newoff. Newoff with the basketball. Coming up on a minute 20 to go. Newoff drives left side, and nice up and under move there, but can't get it to fall. Rebounded by Altamont. Hammer with the basketball. You got a minute 10 to go in the first half. Altamont could tie it on this possession if they wanted to. Yarhouse has the basketball. Dribbles to his left, now goes back to his right. Moves it off to Cornette and swings it over to Phillips. Phillips now to Earhart. Yarhart back out to Phillips. Phillips with a couple of head fakes. Now back over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse is going to drive left side, spin around, up and under move. Can't get a shot to fall, but he is fouled. So he'll get to the free throw line for a couple of shots here. Avery Yarhouse will go to the free throw line for the first time in this evening for him. And he's got two points so far. First free throw. Good. So that is his third point. And it's 24-22. Wyatt Phillips takes the seat. McManaway comes back in. And also another substitution there for the first time. We see Eli Miller. And it'll be Yarhouse at the free throw line again. First, second attempt is up and no good. But rebounded by Cornette. So missed the free throw, but Cornette did a good job of hustling in there and getting the rebound. Extra possession here for Altamont. 33 seconds to go. McManaway has the ball. Left side. He takes it all the way. Lays off the glass and in. Nice drive there by Aiden McManaway. His first two baskets of the season. Now we're tied to 24. As it's 
Strugard with the basketball on the right side. We got 15 seconds to go. Now over to Tripp. Tripp over to Newoff. Newoff, nice little pass there to Booker. Can't get the shot to fall, but Booker's going to go to the free throw line for two shots here. So uh, they're going to get out on Logan Cornett, his second. As well into the bonus are Morton. And uh, Booker's first foul shot is good. First points of the night. Six six sophomore is a Booker, so he's going to maybe get taller in that wingspan. already good enough and maybe getting better as he ages. And uh, that gives uh, Morton the lead, 25-24. Make it 26-24. Two for two there for Booker. And it's 26-24, Morton in the lead. And a little reverse action is stolen away and knocked away. And Newoff can't get the shot off. As another turnover there by Altamont. Fortunate time just run out there in the second quarter as Morton comes all the way back here and has the lead 26-24 after one half of play. And uh, so we'll be back in uh, just a few moments to take a look at, try to track down some other scores from around the area as well as I will have some first-half stats for you as well, at least some uh, point totals for you coming up on the halftime show. So uh, we'll, we'll be back here with Morton leading at the half in the first game of the season, 26-24 at the half. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FN. Pepsi Mid-America presents a tasty and downright lucrative opportunity. The more you enjoy ice-cold, delicious Dr. Pepper products, the more money you can earn for your child's school. Beginning September 1st through January 31st, start collecting those teal caps from any Dr. Pepper, Crush, 7-Up, or Crisp and Clear products and help make your child's school shine bright. The more teal caps you collect, the more your school will earn. Collect the caps from Pepsi Mid-America. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont, Neffingham. See a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator post in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. At Kramer Pharmacy, we know that remembering your medications, vaccinations, and figuring out what Medicare plan will work best for you can be a struggle. Kramer Pharmacy and Teutopolis and Altamont are always here to help. We can package your medication for each day, give you your flu shot and boosters, and can help you decide which Medicare plan will benefit you the most. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians! 
It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement. And you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to the Potter Dome as it is Morton taking the lead there in the second quarter and never looking back as the Morton Potters have the 26-24 edge here at the half. As what a great start it was before Altima as they had the lead 11-2-0 to begin this game. They caught Morton flat-footed and they really came in, really came out and brung the energy for the game, really, and Morton just looked kind of like they didn't know what was going on. They just looked stunned, and uh, Altamont was playing good defense. They had good energy, and uh, they are also not turning the ball over as well, and the exact opposite happened there in that second quarter as Morton started to uh, get more into their set defense, and it caused some real problems for Altamont, stealing the ball away too many times there on the other end of just simply just taking it from behind or knocking it loose from behind, just not ready for that full-court pressure being applied on the inbounds for Altamont. So, you know, look at Altamont. I didn't have them for any turnovers in the first quarter, but they're in that second quarter. I had them down for seven. And on the other side, you have Morton, who turned the ball over five times in that first quarter. They had to only turn it once in the uh, second quarter. So, Reversal of fortunes in the way of turnovers, and you can see how that translates to the scoreboard here as they now have the two-point edge. Take a look at some point totals for you. I'll try to get some uh, other stats uh, for you here in just a little bit. But uh, Altamont, they are led in scoring by Mason Robinson. He has eight points to lead the team. Wyatt Phillips, he has a seven points. And he made a, a three-pointer plus a couple of free, free throws as well. They have Avery Yarhouse with uh, three uh, points. He's made one. Uh, he hasn't made one three-pointer. He's tried uh, a few, but just haven't got any to fall. He's got a two-point field goal and then one from the line. We also have Dylan Elam with uh, two points there. That came in the first quarter. Third of the first two points for Eric Coleman as he had to sit on the bench 
for a little while as he was in uh, foul trouble a little bit there. And uh, also Aiden McManaway has two points as well. That's it. Altamont had quarters of 16-8 and eight for their 24 points. That's for Morton on the other side. They are led in scoring by Gus Rugard. He had a seven total points there. Brooks Newoff, he has a six here, the second leading scorer for Morton. They have Ethan Hurst with four. We have Tate Rowley with three. And a pair with two, we have Evan Barlow with two and Calvin Hooker with two points as well. And so uh, that is all the scoring for Morton. They had quarters of 10 and 16. For their 26 points here, and that translates to a 26-24 game at the half as Altima had the advantage, had the big lead, and it's now gone and it's now evaporated. And uh, so uh, Morton now and the Potters have the lead here at the half by two, 26 to uh, 24. So uh, I will continue on with the uh, pregame show, try to track down uh, some uh, scores from around the area. As we had the uh, boys uh, get underway uh, this week, as the uh, girls started last weekend, they continue this week as well. I'll update you on uh, that over in the Bob Kearns tournament uh, there as well. And uh, so uh, we uh, will be back as Morton has the lead by two here at the half. And I'll be back here in just a few moments. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack Evans. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the Potter Dome at Morton High School. Let's get some other statistics of that first half. As Altamont, they were 9 for 18 from the field. That's 50%, but they did have those seven turnovers there on the second quarter. They were 2 for 8 from beyond the arc, and they were 4 for 5 from the free throw line. So not bad numbers, but just those turnovers, really what the difference was there in that second period. For Morton, they were 6 for 18 from the field, 1 for 4 from beyond the arc, and they were also 11 for 12 from the free throw line. And that's the other story of the game as well, as the fouls have really started to uh, pile up for Altamont. As a bunch of players have two, Wyatt Phillips has two, Avery Yarrow, Logan Cornett, Eric Coleman has two, Mason Robinson has three. So we have a lot of people in a foul trouble there. <clears throat> Excuse me, as Morton will begin the uh, third quarter of action. They'll be going the opposite way, right to left on your radio dial. As uh, they'll have possession, uh, leading by two. Rowley didn't play a lot in that first half with a little foul trouble, and he gets it off to a new off shot for a three. Can't get it to go. Rebounded by Mason Robinson. 
and it's going to be uh, turned over immediately out of the half, and uh, there's going to be a, a stoppage for an injury there by uh, Barlow. Didn't quite see what happened there, but you look the other way, and then all of a sudden Barlow is down and getting up. He's hopping around on that leg, giving him a little bit of trouble, but might be all right. And so uh, first we'll have to check in uh, for him as we're about 26 seconds into the second half. <clears throat> they looked at get it up the court. It was just stolen away by uh, the Potters, so that's the first turnover there by Altamont. They try to take it away, and they can't get it from the Potters as Woolley has it. Back out, and it's stolen away by Hammer. Hammer looks to track it down, and he does. Now he has to slow it down and wait for his teammates. Yarhouse with a little head fake. He drives, gets some space, and the short little jumper is good for Avery Yarhouse. His fifth point, and that makes it a 26 all. Uh, so it'll be a new off with the basketball. Here comes the double team. And now they get it over there to uh, Goodman. And it's going to be a, a foul on Altamont away from the basketball. And uh, so uh, that would be a, just a common foul. And they'll take it out underneath the basket. He's going to go on Logan Cornett, his third. So he joins Eric Coleman with three fouls. He's going to have to take a seat. Dylan Elam comes in uh, back in. As he only has one foul. One of the few guys that has one. As it'll be uh, uh, Goodman with the basketball. Now over to a Rolly. Rolly with a little pump fake. He has it on on the right perimeter. Now he'll hold on to the basketball. Looking for someone to pass through. Gets it off to Hurst. Hurst now back off top to Goodman. Goodman drives with the runner. Gets it to go. Goodman with the two-pointer there, and Mason Robinson quickly the other way. He gets the uh, stop and pop jumper to go. He's got 10, and it's tied at 28 again. New off with the basketball. Get it over there to Goodman. And he has it over to Hurst. Hurst on the left side this time. Hurst now hands it off to a new off, new off. Dribble spins around, puts up the shot off the glass, can't get it to fall, and rebounded by Robinson. He's looking to run with it. As Robinson looking, spin around in the lane, off the glass, can't get it to fall, tried to save it from going out of bounds, but can't do it. He had his foot on the line, but the good look there for Mason just couldn't get it to fall, and it'll be a Morton basketball. 5.50 to go, we're all tied at a 28 here in the third quarter. As Newoff with the basketball on to the right side. Pumps it off to uh, Goodman. Now over to a Rolly three-pointer for the big fella. Swishes it through. Three-pointer for Tate Rolly. He's got six. That's 31 to 28. Yarhouse the other way. Trying to answer with a three of his own. His foot may have been on the line, but neither, either way, there's a miss and rebounded by Hurst. Rolly the other way. Lays it up and in. Rolly's got eight now. And the other way, there's going to be a foul, or they're going to count the basket. I think that they will count the basket and the foul for Mason Robinson. So Robinson guides in there for the layup, and I wasn't sure if they were going to call that continuation or not. 
and they did just that. So Mason Robinson got the layup to fall, so he's got 12, and he'll go to the line for the end one. Makes it 33-30. to 30. As Robinson's free throw is good. He's got 13, and now it's 33-31. As hmm. it'll be uh, Rugard over there for three, slacks at home. Well, got Rugard. He's got ten, and it's thirty-nine, thirty-one. Blocked from behind by Rugard as they block Coleman down there, and it's going to be out of bounds off of Altamont. So it'll be uh, Morton with the basketball. It's 36-31. I was mistaken. Thought they were late putting up that three, but they weren't. New off with the basketball with a little head fake in. It's off of a leg, but they don't call anything, and they'll just let him play on. But about 4-30 to go here in the third. Over to Hurst in the corner. Now over to uh, New off. New off there to uh, Ugar for three. Can't get it to fall. Rebounded by Elam. Elam up to Coleman. Coleman. Score first. To the rim, scorched to the rim, lays it up and in. He's got four, and now it's 36-33. Altamont just trails here by three. Makes it a run out by Coleman, and he uh, finished in transition. As it's going to be Newoff driving to the hole, dishes off in the corner to Barlow. Barlow now to Rugard for three. Good, I got feeling it right now. Second three-pointer of the half, and quickly up to Coleman, and he's going to be triple team down there, and it's going to be a, a foul as uh, we're looking to catch Morton napping a little bit. And then three guys cracked down on Coleman, and they got to reach in on Morton. So it'll be uh, the uh, third foul on Evan Barlow, his third, a team second. Garhouse will uh, take a seat, and Earhart comes in, and Eric Coleman also takes the seat as well. Why Phillips checked in. He snuck in there behind a couple of players, I see. And they get it in to Robinson. Now over to Phillips. Phillips, nice head fake. Stops and pops from mid-range. Rattled in and out. And so a miss there for Phillips. Altamont trails with 39-33. As they get it over to a Booker. Now Hurst. Hurst gives it back. Lays it up and in uh, for Rowley. His sixth point of the half there. Call it travel on Robinson. Hey, Robinson was in a little bit of a trouble there. And he tried to get out of the double team, and then he traveled with it. And so that's going to be a turnover back to Morton. Hmm. As Rugard will... Inbounded there, and enough actually is going to be a, a sub. As Goodman is going to come back into the game, and Newoff is going to take a seat. As it'll be Booker with the basketball over to Hurst here on the left side. Rolly slips to the rim. Nice block by Robinson, but Rolly gets it back. And he passes back out to the man who's feeling it. He check three is off. By Rugard, can't get it to fall. And that's going to be 
Rebounded there by Altamont. Robinson the other way. They're going to call a foul on a Morton on the floor. So that's going to go on a Calvin Booker, his second, team second as well. Altamont trails here 41-33, and Mason Robinson will take a seat. I see Aiden McManaway checked into the game. It's going to be Elam taking it out. It's in the yard house, gets it back to Elam. Elam has that the volleyball line. Now he has it over to McManaway, left side. He hands it off to Yarhouse. Yarhouse one of the three, but he drives. Stops, turnaround jumper, can't get it to fall. Battle for the rebound is going to be off of Altamont. So goes over to Morton. Tough as shooting night here for Altamont. Here outside of the first quarter. But now they all of a sudden they have turned the ball over and had to, some scoring drops here. As it'll be your Rolly with the basketball. Started by Earhart. Rolly picked it up. Now they get it over there to Goodman. Goodman drives, gets free, short little hook. No, but Hurst with the rebound. Hurst over to a Rolly. Rolly back out to a Goodman for three. Can't get it to fall in Earhart with the rebound. Uh, so we got Elam handing off to Phillips. Phillips the other way. Tried to hand it off to Earhart, but a turnover there as Martin was right there. And it took it away from the Indians. And it's going to be a, a timeout by Coach Brooks there. And uh, so we'll take a timeout as well. Martin has lead 41-33. I'll be back in uh, 30 seconds. And you're listening to my Indians basketball here on Jack FN. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the Potter Dome here in Morton, Illinois, at Morton High School. As the Potters have extended their lead out here in the third period, 41-2-33. And this time, like Altamont having a little bit of trouble again, anything to go or anything to fall from the field and also, uh, Morton feeling it from beyond the arc as we got six points by Rowley and they also had six points from Gus Rugard and Rogard six points come off two three pointers. And, uh, three pointers are starting to fall here for the Potters. They'll have the basketball on the timeout as it'll be Rugard with the basketball now over to uh, Goodman. Goodman here at the top looking for that backdoor cut, but they don't Get it over to a Barlow, and now there'll be a, a foul again here on Altamont. Another common foul. Just be reaching in or getting on the body contact. Avery Arnhouse with his third, team second as well. They'll get it in. Booker for three in the corner, splashes it home. 
Wicker with a three. And it's 44-33. Robinson the other way over to uh, Phillips. Phillips, who checked into the game. Hands it off to uh, Cornette. Cornette stops. Hands it over to uh, Coleman. Uh, Coleman goes up strong with it. Uh, off the glass and in. Eric Coleman gets his second basket here in the third quarter. He's got six total. It's 44-35. Under a minute to go here in the third. As Rugard, a mid-range jumper was free. No good. Rebounded by Robinson. As Robinson the other way, lays it off the glass, can't get it to fall. And it's rebounded there by Morton. 30 seconds to go here in the third. Goodman drives all the way to the basket, high off the glass and in. He's got a four, and it's 46-35. They try to double it down to two. Coleman the other way, short little hook shot off the glass and in. Very Coleman is six point and a half, eight points total, 46-37. As it is Rugard with the basketball. Over to Goodman, seven seconds. He looks up at the clock. Now over to Rolly. Rolly for three. No good. And there's going to be a loose ball foul. Are they going to say it a touch the band on the, on the rim? I think that's what they're saying. As the little wires that are hanging off the rim there. They always touch that. So with point three left in the third, I can't do anything with this. Robinson will try it. He hit the top of the gymnasium on one of the beams here. I don't think it would have counted anyways. It was point three. So I'll do it for three quarters of play. So it's Morton with the lead, 46 to 37. And uh, so uh, we'll be back here in one minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. At Kramer Pharmacy, we know that remembering your medications, vaccinations, and figuring out what Medicare plan will work best for you can be a struggle. Kramer Pharmacy and Teutopolis and Altamont are always here to help. We can package your medication for each day, give you your flu shot and boosters, and can help you decide which Medicare plan will benefit you the most. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. Come see us at our Teutopolis and Altamont locations. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Start of the third quarter here as there was a foul there on Morton on the inbound. And it'll just be Altamont basketball again. And Robinson for three. It's a default three-pointer for Mason Robinson. He's got 16. That's 46 to 40. And now Altamont will try to apply the pressure, and that's a five-second call. So couldn't find anyone open on the inbounds, and now it'll be a turnover back to Altamont. That's what got Altamont the lead early on, those turnovers, and that's what they do there. So Hammer will get it underneath the own basket. They get it into Yarhouse for three. It rattled out, no good. And it's rebounded by Parlow. Tough night for Avery. Just hasn't got any three-pointers of all. 
And it'll be a new off with the basketball. It's over to Roley. Roley now to Goodman. And then over to Roley. Roley with the head fake. He drives, trying to back down Coleman. Nice extra pass to Hurst. Cutting to the rim. Layup is good for Hurst. He's got six. 48 to 40. Garhouse the other way for three in transition. Can't get that one to fall either. And rebounded by Morton. And the other way, off the glass and in by Barlow on the fast break. And it's 50 to 40. And then Coach Niebuhr wants a timeout. And it's a uh, full timeout, so we'll, we'll take a timeout as well. Morton has extended the lead. 10 for them, 50 to 40. So we'll be back in uh, 30 seconds. You're listening to my Indians basketball here on Jacket Finn. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Back here to uh, Morton High School. It's 50-40. Potters have the lead by a 10 of 6.46 to go here in uh, the contest. First game of the season for uh, the boys. And uh, the girls' season continues tomorrow. Is there any uh, Bob Curran tournament? Some history could be made. There tomorrow evening in Newton. I'll tell you about that more later. But running shot there by Dylan Elam is good. His second basket of the night. He's got four. And now off my trails by eight, 50 to 42. As it's Rugard with the basketball. He'll hand it off to a new off. New off there to Goodman. Deep three with Coleman right in his face. No good. And rebounded by Robinson. And Hurst is going to come in and get the foul as he was trying to sky for the rebound and just out of control there with the body. And so that's going to be uh, the uh, first foul on Hurst and the fourth team foul on Morton. And it's going to be a stolen away and just taken right out of Hammer's hand. New off the other way off the glass and in. That's been the story of really since the second quarter. And uh, they get it into two of Robinson as the Indians now down by 10, and Robinson gets it taken away. As Newoff with the basketball, cross-court pass to Rugard, deep threes wide open, and no good. Rebounded there by Goodman, up and in. Faked out Robinson, and the putback is good. And it makes it 54-42. to 42. Nearly another turnover there. And uh, they'll get it over to a Robinson. Robinson over to a Coleman. Coleman, nice move to get some position inside, up and under. No good. And it's going to be a Goodman with the rebound. Tough going here for Altamont. As uh, they started off really well. 11 to nothing lead. And ever since that initial eight minutes, been all Morton. First. The other way, over right at Coleman, and Hurst finished the layup. 
and uh, makes it 56 to 42. Robinson the other way, can't get it to fall. And it's rebounded by Morton. 4.40 to go here in the game as Brooks Newoff with the basketball. Newoff drives and nice left-handed runner. Can't get it to fall, though. Rebounded by Robinson. Robinson the other way off the glass. Left it short and rebounded by Hurst for the Potters. Nice job by Hammer. Try to get back and knock it free. Knocked it out. And so stay right here with Morton. Coleman will take a seat to Avery Arhouse. And Dylan Elam will as well as it's Cornette, Earhart, and McManaway coming in. And Phillips came in as well. So almost entirely a new unit out there besides Mason Robinson. Potters with the basketball. 56-42 is their lead. Goodman. With the basketball, trying to back down Robinson. They'll pass it in the corner to Barlow. Barlow gets it back to Goodman. Shot for three. No good. And it's rebounded by Rowley. Another possession. And Rugard gets it back to Rowley. Try again. Goodman for three. That's what can't fall either. Rebounded by McManaway. And uh, it's going to be trying to find a Phillips. But it was knocked away out of bounds. It'll stay right here without McManaway gets it over to Robinson, over to Cornette. They'll swing it over to a Phillips in the corner for three, short. Rebounded by Trip Rugard. And it'll be uh, Rowley. Short little hook shot is good on the runner. And he's got 12, and it's 58-42. And Coach Niebuhr wants another timeout. Only a 30-second timeout. Well, I'll take a quick 30 as well. Altamont losing 58-42. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FN. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont, Neffingham. See a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator post in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Morton High School as it is Altamont with the basketball and a little bit of a discussion of whether where we should inbound the basketball. But I think that we're just going to inbound here. Earhart's going to inbound in front of the Morton pitch. And so now we're back to live action here as they'll get Elam walking across half court. Elam had it knocked away, nearly stolen away, but Elam corrals it back. So Elam is over to Phillips. Phillips with the ball fake. He drives, puts up the shot. No good, but Coleman trying for to get the possession back, but can't do it as it'll be Morton basketball. As it'll be Rugard over to Roley. Roley layup. 
no good, and he gets his offense on board. He saves it from going out of bounds. They swing it over to Rugard for three. No, Roley put back good. Third or fourth opportunity there for Morton. They finally get it to Paul, and they lead 60-42. to 2.35 to go. Elam with the basketball. He's double teamed, and he's spinning around in there. It's a five-second call. That'll be turnover. Back to Morton. Subs coming back in for the Indians. As Phillips takes the Earhart out as well. Robinson and Hammer in. 2.30 to go here in the very first game of the season. And Altamont, after a hot start, cooled off quite a bit. They are stepping up in competition quite a bit. 3A versus 1A, but... Broly, layup good off the glass. He's been good here in the second half. He's got 12. And ER out from the corner finally splashes home a three for him. He's got eight. His first made three of the night makes it 62 45. And it's a 30 second timeout, and I'll just keep it right here. We got a two minutes. Seven seconds left in this one. I give a shout out to the sponsors for sponsoring these boys' broadcast this season: the Pepsi Mid America, Cool Furniture Galleries, Kingley Insurance Agency, People's Bank and Trust, Rogers Home Appliances, Country Financial, Nick Patton, and Kramer Pharmacy. I appreciate them. Without them and the community support, these broadcasts would not be possible. Next game for Altamont will be next Tuesday. We take a week off and reassess things, and it's the homecoming game against Cumberland next Tuesday night. Next broadcast here on Jack FM is in girls basketball. Game tomorrow night against Newton. As the history-making performance, Grace Nelson could become the all-time points leader there at Newton at the Bob Kern tournament. And Rowley turns it over there on the Morton possession, so that's a turnover by the Potters. And they give the ball back to Altamont. Under two minutes to go now. Hammer up the yard house over to Elam. Elam over to Hammer here on the right side. Robinson. Elam with the uh, ball. He is the man up in the air. Runner is good for Dylan Elam. His sixth point, 62-47. They get it in. New off gets it off to Barlow. Barlow off to Rolly. Shot for three. No good. Rebounded by Elam. Elam up the yard house for three. Yes. Three pointer for Avery Yardhouse. This second one. Back to back threes for him. And it is 62 50. Altamont trying to get it back in it. Makes the final score a little bit more respectable. No look pass there from Newoff, and Barlow gets it to fall at 64 to 50. And with one minute and four seconds to go, it is Morton with the lead. And there's a timeout, so I'll take a timeout as well. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening out to my Indian basketball here on Jack Evans. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. 
Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the Apatodome. Morton, Illinois is Morton with the lead 64 to 50 with a minute and four left to go. Like I said, the next broadcast for Jack FM is the girls game tomorrow night against Newton. And on Friday afternoon as well against Effingham. A long three-pointer, no good by Yarhouse and rebounded by Morton. Under a minute to go. As we got Rugard with the basketball. Now over to uh, Goodman. Goodman is it back to uh, Rugard. Rugard over to uh, Newoff. Newoff backs it back out as Morton looks like they're just kind of playing a little run. The clock here. Rolly is over to a Newoff with 30 seconds to go. Playing a little keep away here. They're content with taking this win on the first night of the season. And Altamont will travel two hours and a half to uh, take the loss here as it was a missed shot there uh, by Morton and rebounded by Altamont. And it's going to be Elam with the basketball, seven seconds. Cross-court pass to Yarhouse. Three-pointer is good. Another three of four. Yarhouse is third in this fourth quarter alone, but that's going to do it. So that's your final. It is a 64-53. Your final score, Morton gets the victory. Over Altamont. As Morton gets their first win, and Altamont takes the first loss on the first night. So back at it next week against Cumberland, looking for that homecoming win and looking for the first win there as well. And I will be back to wrap this one up, and I'll be joined by Coach Deaver in the postgame as well. And so I'll be getting some stats and a conversation with Coach Niebergy coming up in the postgame show. So we'll be back in a few moments here to wrap this one up here in Morton. Again, your final score, Morton 64, Altamont 53. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FN. Ah, there it is. That unmistakable sound of an ice-cold Pepsi to get you through another holiday season. Yes, the holidays can really crank those Pepsi cravings into overdrive. It's like you look away for half a second and then bang! You're dancing the holiday hustle just to keep up. Remember to pause. Refuel. With a refreshing and always delicious two liter of Pepsi or Diet Pepsi. Give thanks and pass the Pepsi. At Kramer Pharmacy, we know that remembering your medications, vaccinations, and figuring out what Medicare plan will work best for you can be a struggle. Kramer Pharmacy and Teutopolis and Altamont are always here to help. We can package your medication for each day, give you your flu shot and boosters, and can help you decide which Medicare plan will benefit you the most. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. Come see us at our Teutopolis and Altamont locations. 
You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. Employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Morton High School. It's the Potter Dome here at Morton with the final score of 64 to 53. The coach Nieberge already making his way over here and go ahead and get you on the headsets there, coach, as we're here on the air. And uh, you guys fall here in the first game, 64 53, but it was a heck of a start to come out of the gate, 11 to nothing. So uh, let's start there, though as uh, you guys came out really well and played it really well in that first eight minutes. Yeah, it, 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 we knew it wasn't going to be easy. You know, it was kind of a, I don't know if it was a blessing in disguise or, you know, not a blessing, but it was a demon in disguise, like, sure. Not to get up to 11, you kind of, I don't I don't think the boys let up. I just think, no. I think Morton adjusted, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the second quarter. They came with some pressure in that one two two, and we kind of, we kind of, you know, first game of the year, Going over press breakers not necessarily your yeah. your, your biggest thing, but uh, you know we, we went over it. We just didn't handle it as well. Um, so that that was the adjustment I know Morton made. And so you know I, I can't fault the boys' effort at the beginning. They were fired up and ready to play, and uh, we could just learn from it. And uh, yeah, it was really a tale of uh, two quarters there in the first quarter with uh, turnovers that you were causing some turnovers there, and then that uh, pressure that you were talking about. Uh, there caused you to cough off the basketball a little bit there. And then also the second-chance opportunities. We, we know that with the, the size discrepancy of the schools and uh, the rebounding, 
uh, was also there in the second quarter for them, a total advantage in, the, in their favor. Yeah, I thought a whole game. I thought yeah. we didn't rebound very well, which is not not typical of my, the Altamont team. Right. We've had, uh, you know, Eric, I think, coming out in the second quarter, hurt us rebounding with the bows. Um, you know, I thought I thought some ticky-tacky early on, but we got to adjust. But they kicked our butts on the board. I mean, they just flat out, flat out just beat us. Um, and got some extra opportunities. We, you play good for you play good for 20 seconds, and Morton's kind of a slow it up type team and, and run their stuff. And then you give up for an offensive rebound, and then it kind of deflates you a little bit. Uh, so, you know, the foul trouble hurt us in the second quarter, and then uh, and those offensive rebounds and their pressure for sure. You know, we also saw we talked in the preseason about uh, how uh, deep that your team is, and you went deep into the bitch and pretty much you. Uh, virtually uh, everyone that, that we saw, everyone that we talked about in the uh, in the beginning there, and so uh, the depth was on display uh, here, here tonight. Yeah, we just asked we asked the boys to go as hard as you can for as long as you can, and don't be afraid to come out because our, the, the talent doesn't really drop off too much. Um, you know, when we're figuring out matchups, we're figuring out. You know, we probably should have went a little smaller there um, because they were isolating fifty up top against Eric. So, you know, maybe we should have defended that a little bit better. But, you know, our depth's going to come into play. You know, we're not going to see so, so much of the talent and the length that these kids have. They're used to playing 3A schools normally, you know. We're not. But it's just it's just a given fact. But, uh, our, you know, we don't fall off. I thought Aiden played some good minutes, you know, as, as much as he could. Uh, I think Kynan and Logan, you know, the Wyatt played good. He just got back from a bruised, bruised thigh. So, we don't know who it's going to be each night. Um, you know, um, I, Dylan played well in his minutes, so they just got to be good teammates to figure out what we got to figure out which is the best lineup against the other team. Sometimes. Well, and uh, what kind of things do you take away uh, from a game like this? Because you know, like you say, you know, we're not going to see any three uh, eight schools uh, anymore. So, uh, what kind of what do you take away from this? Uh, the things we need to work on is taking care of the basketball. And offensive rebounding, uh, you know, the speed of the game. I, I, thought, I thought our transition, we got a little fast a little bit late there. We got too fast and uh, turned the ball over, maybe take some bad layups. But I, I want us to play fast with our depth. Uh, it, I don't know how to word this correct. I hate losing. But if I would call this an exhibition, I would call this an exhibition. I know it's 0-1 on our record. But, you know, right. we wanted to, we, have, we had to figure out what, what we were this year. And, and that might not be, hopefully not the finished product. But no. that's kind of what we're taking away. All right. This play worked. This play didn't work. This you know, defense we got to work on later. You know, if we want to you know, be able to cause some turnovers late, we got to implement something else. So it was good. It was good to see. You know, you know the boys saw what we could do in the first quarter getting up, mm-hmm. and then when a team adjusts, we got to adjust a little bit. So yeah. you know, it was it was a good learning experience. Uh, you know, I told the boys not to hang their head. Um, it's it, it's a good it's a good loss. I hate that. There's no more sure. losses. Uh, yeah. that's not in our that's not in our nature but um you just you, you learn from it so uh you know we got to w- we'll work on things next week and we'll come back on tuesday against Cumberland. yeah you'll you'll adjust uh, there you'll take a week off and uh, you'll come back home to the friendly cop fight there in altamont against uh, cumberland uh there for uh, homecoming as well yeah Cumberland's Cumberland's gonna be a good team they're big 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 they got you know two posts um, you know, that match up really well with us. And then they got the McGee wing, who's really good. So 
you know, we're going to have to be ready to play. We played them this summer, I think. Um, did all right, but I think they got better from this summer. So, And I know Coach Rado does a good job over there. So we'll be all ready to go. It'll be homecoming. We'll be fired up. We'll be, you know, we'll be, uh, you know, probably try and play too hard, and sometimes that's detrimental. But, uh, you know, the boys will be excited, ready to get back after it this week after practice. So, well, Coach, we'll, we'll get back at it and hopefully uh, come in the win column in there next Tuesday. And uh, we're going to let you go and safe travels yeah. back home. <laughs> And I uh, know it's a long way uh, back home, a long bus ride uh, got there. The pizza but, on the bus. The boys well, that's right. good, then. <laughs> that always makes the loss a little bit less, uh, <laughs> less tough there. Right, so, appreciate uh, it. Thanks, Coach, and uh, good luck and uh, safe travels as we'll, uh, again, have uh, Altman falling here tonight, 64-53 of your final. Let's get some uh, stats here and some uh, point totals uh, here as uh, we'll start off with Altima, as uh, they were uh, led in scoring by Mason Robinson. He had a 16. Majority of those came in the first and third quarter. Avery Arhouse, he had 14. Eric Coleman had 8. Dylan Elam, he had 6. And Wyatt Phillips, he had uh, 7 points. And Altima had quarters of 16, 8, 13, and 16 for their 53 points. Morton, on the other hand, uh, they... And Tayroli ended up leading the way there. 16 points, 12 of those came in the first or in the second half. Uh, Gus Rugard had a 13. Uh, Brooks knew off he had eight. So uh, did uh, uh, Evan Barlow. They also had a six from Ethan Hurst. And we also had a six from Wes Goodman as well. And uh, Morton had quarters of 10, 16, 20, and 18 for their 64 points. Again, Morton had approximately 961 uh, students uh, enrollment here in, in 3A. Altamont, you compare that to uh, one A level, 222 uh, students approximately there. But uh, it'll be okay. We'll make some adjustments and start off the season 0-1-1, but we'll look for that uh, first win next Tuesday for homecoming. And uh, that pretty much does it here from Morton High School. I'm getting out of this Potter Dome and uh, making it back home. So uh, thanks to uh, Derek. Back at the studios for Return of the Niles and helping me get on and off the air. Get our next Jack FM broadcast is tomorrow night as it'll be girls basketball. We have Altamonta versus Newton. 7.30 approximately. It's after the FEM Florida game at the Bob Kearns tournament. And Grace Nelson has an opportunity to make some history tomorrow night as well. For the all-time of school record over there in the Newton tomorrow night. We'll have it for you here on a Jack FM. We'll have that. Game on Friday as well. We'll take Thanksgiving off, of course, and enjoy that. And uh, then we'll be back out on Friday afternoon against Effingham. Uh, so that's what our broadcast schedule looks like. Again, your final score, Morton 64, Altamont at 53. And that'll do it here for Morton High School. This is Travis Sparks signing off. Have a great rest of your evening, everybody. And we'll talk to you tomorrow night. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. 
Pepsi Mid-America presents a tasty and downright lucrative opportunity. The more you enjoy ice-cold, delicious Dr. Pepper products, the more money you can earn for your child's school. Beginning September 1st through January 31st, start collecting those teal caps from any Dr. Pepper, Crush, 7-Up, or Crisp and Clear products and help make your child's school shine bright. The more teal caps you collect, the more your school will earn. Collect the caps from Pepsi Mid-America. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians.